You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we believe every mom is uniquely designed by God, but also a part of something much bigger than she could ever be alone. We're authors and moms, Erin Mooring and Brooke McLaughlin, and we're here to help you make prayer your first and best response to the challenges of parenting. Tune in each week to real life conversations with the experts about real issues Christian parents face today. If you're ready to learn practical ways to focus on Christ as you seek wisdom and hope for the difficult job of raising children in today's world, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we believe every mom is uniquely designed by God, but also a part of something much bigger than she could ever be alone. We are authors and moms, Erin Mooring and Brooke McLaughlin, and we're here to help you make prayer your first and best response to the challenges of parenting. Tune in each week to real-life conversations about real issues Christian parents face today. Today, you're listening to our series, Prayer Mentoring Monday, with our mentor mom, Gina Smith. Gina is one of the wisest women we know, and we hope you'll enjoy learning from her as much as we do. Each Monday, tune in to hear one of us interview Gina on issues that are common to motherhood. As always, we'll talk about them through the lens of the gospel and help you learn how to tackle them in prayer. If you're ready to learn practical ways to focus on Christ as you seek wisdom and hope for the difficult job of raising children in today's world, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Prayer Mentoring Monday on the Million Praying Moms podcast. I'm your co-host, Brooke McLaughlin, and I'm here this morning with our Million Praying Moms mentoring mom, Gina Smith, to offer not just tips for surviving the challenges of motherhood, but to help you learn to pray through them as a gospel-centered mom. So let's jump right into today's episode. Gina, today we're talking about how to get our children to read the Bible. Such a good topic. Tell us about when you first started thinking about getting your kids in the Word. Alrighty, well... When my children were very young, and I'm probably too young, but um, I remember just becoming very concerned that they learn the importance of reading God's word. So I decided to ask a friend for advice. The advice that she gave me was this. She said, Bible before breakfast. That's the rule in our house. No Bible, no breakfast. And her children were very, very young at that time as well. They were about my children's age. And she was really sincerely attempting to train her children to be in the word every day. So that's why I went to her for advice. It kind of reminds me of Second Thessalonians 3.10. The New Living Translation of that verse says, those unwilling to work will not get to eat. And I confess to having used that in my home on many occasions. It's a good one. Is this the kind of attitude that your friend took toward reading the Bible? Well, she, like I said, she was a really good mom, which is why I went to her in the first place. So that might be what she had in mind. So did you take her advice? If so, how did it go? Actually, I didn't take her advice. That doesn't mean it wasn't good advice or wasn't good for her. But after I spent some time discussing this with my husband, um, we decided that it was not the direction we wanted to go. Brian reminded me that our desire was for our children to grow into their own walk with God, and it was not something that we could force upon them. We needed to pray for it to come from their own heart that hungers for the word of God. Does that make sense? We didn't feel comfortable imposing something on our children that they weren't ready to take on. We also, as a side note, 
when we homeschooled, we did not have Bible as a subject in homeschool. We just didn't want it to become an academic practice. That doesn't mean it's wrong to do that. It's just the conclusion that we came to it with our children. I've shared many times that one of the first verses I started praying for my kids was Ezekiel 36, 26, which basically says that God is the one who turns hearts of stone to hearts of flesh. And while I take comfort in the knowledge that God is in charge of that for my kids, I also sometimes find it frustrating when I want to snap my fingers and be able to change their hearts. But truly, it's God's job, not ours. Yes, that's huge. That's a huge truth. Something that had a big impact on our parenting was the fact that we raised our children on a Christian college campus. So what that meant was on a daily basis, we spent time with college students, many of whom had been raised in Christian families. We were able to see firsthand examples of kids that had been allowed to grow up their faith at their own pace, and those who had grown up in a rules-oriented atmosphere, having a lot of things imposed on them before they were ready or had a heart's desire to apply them. It reminded us that if we truly want our children to have a strong walk with God, the very best thing that we can do is pray for them, love them, and set an authentic but certainly not a perfect example, and then wait for God to do the same miraculous work in their heart that he has done in our own. So how did you and Brian set an authentic example for your kids? Can you share some quick practical ways you did that in your home? Sure. Well, maybe being an authentic example would be that we choose that Bible before breakfast or however you work that into your schedule for ourselves, even though we didn't expect that from our children or impose it on them. We also made it a natural part of our conversation that we as mom and dad really needed to be in the word and we told them why. They saw us taking time to be in the word and we invited them to sit at the table with us for years, even through college. Brianna would get her Bible and notebook and join Brian at the kitchen table. Even before she could read, she'd sit on his lap and scribble in a little notebook and say she was having her quiet time. And then we'd talk about what God was teaching us. Brian would share with her verses that he was reading. Of course, we always made age-appropriate resources available to them. I was always buying little devotionals, little Bibles for, for them, and I'd just set them in their room and, and say, I bought you a present or whatever. But we just felt like we wanted it to be their choice. We also did have family Bible time before bed, though. So we were always reading through something short and praying before bed. So they did have that as a habit in their lives. Gina, thanks for the reminder that we truly have a God-given place of influence in our own homes. In today's world where influencers often influence in the wrong direction, we have the ability to help point our kids to Christ. See you next Monday. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. You can connect with other praying moms by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms or in the Million Praying Moms community at millionprayingmoms.com, where you'll find links and show notes for each podcast episode. And remember, with each new episode, we offer five free scripture-based prayers based on that show's topic. Simply visit www.millionprayingmoms.com and sign up to get yours sent to your inbox right away. Till next time. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. 
We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.